0: up
2: to you, New York. and hit there. The air. City center. Step back, away back. Yeah. She is gone. Hey, Ladies and gentlemen, thank
3: you for riding with MTA New York City friends. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. All right, very special episode here. We're episode, what is it, 17? Yeah, episode 17 now. Getting really into this. We got a special guest, Dan Rourke. You guys have probably seen him on YouTube all over the place. You want to give a little intro about yourself, plug yourself? Yeah,
0: what's up, guys? I'm excited to be here today. And yeah, like you said, um, YouTube, I have a YouTube channel, All Yankees content, a couple Instagram accounts. I just, I like the Yankees and I like creating content about the Yankees. So I'm pumped to be here today. Uh, first question
3: I have for Dan, what is the, what are you most excited for going into this year? I ask this to anyone who comes on, it could be anything, could be whatever you want. What do
0: you think? What am I most excited for going, going into 2020? Um, a healthy Aaron Judge, hopefully. Um, obviously, health has just been his problem um since 2018 and i think all he really needs to do is just stay healthy and 100 he's going to be in the top three conversation for mvp um only roadblock with that would be mike trout but i really think um a healthy Aaron judge would be what i'm most pumped for and just the i don't know the whole storyline that the how much we hate the astros i know we're going to get into all that but it's it's going to be a fun year for sure and you know we are once again the clear cup favorites i think two in the world series and overall it's going to be a fun <laughs> year but my main thing definitely um aaron judge to stay healthy that's what i'm I'm most pumped from a big aaron judge guy as most people
3: are yeah well it's funny that you said the the mike trout thing because that that whole shit with him trending with the steroids (laughs) do we want to get into that a little bit let's talk about that because i mean i think the league doesn't want him to be on steroids because he's obviously the poster child for everything baseball and i think the story was correct me if i'm wrong that he had the thyroid issue so he took like some sort of hghdh HGH. yeah so was, is that actually true because i saw it i literally tweeted as a joke i was like <laughs> during, during the whole astros thing i tweeted the only thing that would make this even crazier is, is if somehow some way you find out that mike trout's on steroids and then it started like, trending i was like what the fuck
0: happened so i think if mike trout actually was on some sort of hgh i would cover it up too that would just be a horrible look for the sport um but no, nah, that's not true. There's no way it's true. Do you guys think it's true? I mean, I mean, if it is, they
2: will never know. They, <laughs> he's the prized possession. And like, I think that if if it is true, that MLB will do everything to deny it, even if they know what's going on, because like they can't let that happen. Then everything's going to shit. If if Mike Trout's doing steroids, then that the league will burn. That was literally the point of my tweet. I was like, the only thing
3: that would make this like crazier, and then just make the whole entire MLB shut down as a whole would be Mike Trout being on steroids and then yeah. the whole H G H thing. I don't think it's true. I don't buy into it. I don't but, buy it. And even no, if but I almost- mean
0: Well one, they've made a comment saying that it's not true. Um, but two, I mean, if isn't that like aren't you allowed to take certain medications if you're actually like if you're prescribed for him? Like if he has a thyroid issue, if that's actually legit, I mean, aren't you if he has if he has to take medicine, he has to take medicine. So I mean if that is the case they actually a thyroid issue. You can't really blame the guy for having to take medicine for it, you know, or whatever he has to take.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't buy into it. I think he's going to be fine. Regardless if he wasn't fine, I think the MLB is just going to brush it under the rug because it's fucking Mike Trout. So, I think that's enough of that. We debunked that a bit. So, something big that came out before the whole cheating thing, which of course we're going to get into, uh, the Jessica Mendoza take on the Mike Fire situation, I, that was literally quite possibly the Sir. worst take in all of baseball and all year like the worst take all year and it's january 16th when it happened like guaranteed the worst take of the year the worst take of the decade what do you guys think about that or fill them in with what happened if somebody wants to talk about that
0: yeah i mean it was just terrible baseball take and it's crazy about it is the fact that she's like a part of the Mets organization so like i know there's supposed to be two separate entities one you know there's one jessica mendoza that works for the mets one that's a speaker for espn but on a horrible take she's retracted that a little bit since um because it was so bad but like did you see the twitter reaction like even myself yeah. i was like yeah i was one of those like, oh, <laughs> yeah no like twitter was freaking out rightfully so i mean i don't know what she was thinking <clears> like <throat> i can't imagine like waking up knowing i have to go to an espn sing- segment and thinking that was a good idea to say even yeah. if you truly believe it that's one of those things you just don't say yeah and i think i yeah, think,
1: actually,
0: a I think it's ahead, funny
3: ahead. i think it's funny that Who was it? Was it Golik that was the guy on with her? He kinda like baited her into that. Like he he kinda was like so so you have a take about the Mike Fires situation. You you have a problem with it? Like I do you think he agreed with it? Because he said (laughs) you don't agree with the Mike Fires thing and he kind of wanted her to give that reaction on live TV and then she just pulled the
2: whole like (laughs) I don't think he agreed with it. I think he just knew how stupid she like I think she probably said it to him. And he knew how stupid it was, so he wanted her yeah. to say it.
1: It was premeditated for sure. Like, he definitely was saying <laughs> something about Or she was definitely saying something about it backstage and or something like that. And then they got on, and he definitely just wanted her to say it because it was going to be controversial the way it was. I just think yeah. it wasn't just a hot take. I think it was kind of irresponsible, yeah. um, especially because she works for the Mets, too. Like, just not not good. Not a good look.
3: She essentially said that he should have lied about cheating. Like, what? no well, he, she said he should have gone through upper management and gone straight to them to like to, like get the story out there but that's stupid and a lot of people were tweeting that like john boy even said and trevor bauer was getting involved like all everybody was like that meme of mean girls with everybody getting involved yeah everything. that shit was
0: funny yeah no, uh, you know <laughs> and, like universally everybody knows like this is a, a brutal take and it's kind of like you know, like the saying, there's no such thing as bad publicity. That is definitely not true. Because this has yeah. blown, like, fuck up. And everybody is trashing her for it. Everybody. <laughs> I, I so tweeted mad.
3: some things, like, get her fired with the pitchforks and everything. And everybody was like, <laughs> that actually kind of went <clears> trending." <throat> like, fire Mendoza, hashtag. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of crazy.
0: Not to mention she's brutal on the Sunday Night Baseball broadcast. So, she's pretty brutal on the She's horrible. Yeah, I was literally saying, like,
3: I don't know how somebody like that gets a job, and it doesn't hurt, or it doesn't help that she's paired with A-Rod, and a lot of people don't like A-Rod as a commentator. I think A-Rod
2: sucks as an announcer, personally. <laughs>
0: it's weird, because I feel like A-Rod, like, it's just ESPN where he's terrible. I don't know what it is. Like, a yes. talking about people on Fox or on Yes, he's like, he just the smartest guy out there, but like... You know, like, how there's, like, authentic A-Rod and then there's corny A-Rod? Yes. Yeah. Corny A-Rod, He's so corny. So press on ESPN, it's so bad. I like, think like his voice is different on ESPN, too. I don't know what the deal is, but that whole broadcast is terrible. It? Really? So I
2: hate, I literally hate when the Yankees are on Sunday Night Baseball. I hate it.
0: we got to listen to Michael Kay.
2: I have to mute the TV. I hate when it's anybody but Michael K. Dude, just just, put John like,
1: Sterling on in the background. Just watch it.
2: There's that one part. I'd rather part.
1: listen to Joe Buck every every game. No, that's crazy. That's, nah, I'd, rather, I'd rather listen to Joe Buck.
3: I mean, when Joe Buck's on, that's the thing. Like, you know, it's a big game when Joe Buck's announcing, but he's also the worst fucking baseball announcer there is. Like, he sucks off the Astros, and
0: now he loves the Red Sox. I'd like to see well, how Fox he, sports the whole on, which is so annoying. Fox Sports like sucks the Astros deck so hard every broadcast. Yeah, yeah I like sucks, I'd like too.
3: to see. I'd like to see how they announce it after this whole, like, cheating scandal, because obviously they're not going to be, like, the same, like, sucking their dick the whole time. But I, I had a funny... I think you guys have seen this, too. With A-Rod, when there's that one tweet that went kind of viral of him, just like, A-Rod, a fantastic analysis, and it's just him going, baseball! <laughs> and, <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's the funniest Literally thing what the- He does. I know. He's just so, like, he's like an airhead, and then he's just so perfectly paired with Mendoza, and... I I just find it crazy. And then she did put out that statement after, which didn't really clear anything up. Like, she kind of basically said, like, he should have went to upper management. And like I was saying before, that's happened already and nothing got done because like it it all stemmed from
0: him coming out because he knew what happened. Exactly. This, this all has been around the league actually like since it happened for a couple of years and MLB knew about it People were like filing complaints to MLB about it and they weren't doing anything about it until it got out to the public because that's when you have to do something about it so if Mike fires if he never cooperates with the Athletic on that story we may not even be talking about the Astros cheating today you never know like that's what got the ball rolling and for Jessica Mendoza to say he shouldn't have done that she's an idiot I mean simple as that yeah. so
3: let's get into the next topic here so. I mean, with that being said, we might as well just get into the, the whole Astro cheating situation. So, the first piece of evidence we have, I think, what was the first thing that came out? The, the don't it. take off. Well, that, that, that's all that I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah, talking yeah, about the, one. With the, after, the, the new stuff. Gotcha. The buzzer yeah. shit. So, yeah. when I think the first thing that came out was the, him, the video of him with the shirt saying, like, like, La Camisa, I think he was saying. A lot of people th- thought he was saying, I have a piece on, I have a piece on. But I think. It, a, few, yeah, a few Spanish people have confirmed on Twitter and, and they were like, he's saying La Camisa, which means my shirt, but he's so, he's so clearly trying to hide that he has something on, and so that's the first piece of evidence, so why don't we chat a little bit about that, what do you guys think about?
2: I, I'll go here because I'm so pissed off about it because, like, I, was re- I said this to you right away, Rello, when you texted me about it, I said, so you mean to tell me that the guy just hits a home run off of Roldis Chapman to go to the World Series and the first thing he thinks about rounding third looking at his teammates is his fucking shirt for no, no reason? Like, you're fucking hiding That's not like what it. you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. And the the thing is, it's just so pure, like, his lack of emotion is just like, I feel like it's like, oh, fuck, I got away with this. Like, it actually yeah. just fucking worked. Like, we just did that. And, like, I don't think it was a fuck, yeah, we're going to the World Series. It was like, wow, I just fucking cheated. Like, <laughs> I, I just, it felt like... A, it worked. So it, it was like, yeah. a, <laughs> like, a, like a facial and,
3: like, like all emotion as a whole, just like, it worked, and now let's just not get caught. Like, he was, yeah. as soon as he made the crack of the bat, I feel like he was in defense mode trying to, like...
2: Yeah, no, like, that was his first Literally, uh, that's Like, it. holy fuck.
3: All the other shit, like, the, I think the main pieces of evidence were that. Um,
1: the fact that he was in the front of the box...
3: The front of the box too. We tweeted that it kind of went viral. We got like eight hundred retweets on that. Wait, <laughs> what was it? What was it? I'm not sure if I saw it. What
0: was the front of the box. So
1: he, basically, so they had a, they released a picture and it kind of circled Altuve's feet on that, and it was I forget what the count was. I think it was a 2-0 count. And he's at the front 2-1. of the box. Two one. He's at the front of the box against Chapman. if throws a hundred. Yeah. Like there's no way in that situation, and he wasn't even just looking for a home run. They were just trying to get on. If he didn't know that it was going to be a fastball, and he didn't know like what the pitch was, he nobody would be. At the front of the box, facing Chapman, everyone's in the back corner trying to hide, yeah, him not to hit yeah. by a fastball. And a lot of so
3: people stepped up like that. Yeah, in the box. A lot of people. When I posted that, a lot of people thought my argument was that he moved up in the box before that pitch, which is not what I'm saying. What I was saying was, and I actually saw this on Instagram somewhere. So I, I wasn't the first person to post this. I just tweeted it. And uh, so my argument was he's setting up in front of the box the whole at bat didn't move and he's waited. He's not even going to offer up on a fastball because he's looking for that slider because he knows he doesn't have much of a chance on the fastball, so why not wait for the slider and just take a yard or get on like you were saying. So he set up in the front of the box and obviously waited for that buzz to kick in, and then he just knows what's coming and he's ready for it. And what happened was that's why I put the pitch sequence below it because it went fastball, it was wild, fastball, another wild pitch, so it's 2-0, and he didn't even flinch on it. That could be because it was a ball. Could be because he didn't want the fastball. But then it goes 2 and he throws in the slider, which he probably got the buzz for, but it's two zero, so you're not going to swing. And then he gets the next pitch, and it's the slider that wasn't even really hung. Like, a lot of people said he hung it, and it's Chapman's fault. He set up low, Gary did, and he missed a little high, but it was still on the black. Like, it was still kind of a backdoor... It, he yeah, I agree with
0: everything. I agree with everything. Only thing is, I've seen a lot of people say that, oh, that pitch was actually kind of a nice backdoor slider. That's so what I disagree. I think that pitch, was just, it really was a bad pitch, in my opinion, at least. Um, the Astros, they cheated so blatantly in 2017, so blatantly, and they got caught. Yes. In. But at the time, they, we really believed that all of a sudden, they just <clears throat> morals 2018, 2019, yeah. decided to stop cheating. Yeah. Not but a but chance. Why? Switched up. It probably was that buzzer. And the way I look at it, too, is, and they were talking, when John Boyd was on the Michael K show, they were talking about this. Um, but the 2017 file with the banging, so bad, it's cheating. Like, in a way, it's kind of like, it's like, in a way, whereas if they actually use these buzzers, like, I don't know, I feel really, like that's like even so much worse. Like when you incorporate yeah. like, that kind of technology, that's like, that's bad. So if they actually did like do some sort of thing buzzer-wise, I'm thinking like, it's got to be like, a, some sort, I'm not sure if a lifetime ban or like, I think lifetime. they, so, they got to revoke the title, they got to revoke the pennant. I mean, you got to use something. Oh, I don't I'm know. If you get the, I don't know about the MVP. I, did, I think that's
3: the biggest thing of all of it because if he's one of the main guys wearing a buzzer, then like he's directly responsible. And like you say, with the moral yeah. conscience, like if it like the the report that the commissioner came out with, like I'm Bregman right now. The commissioner made his report. The Astros made their report. Remember that? Did you guys see that video of him addressing the media? Oh my god, that was so that bad. was brutal. that he's, was
0: horrible. Bregman, first of all. He is the cockiest motherfucker. Always loves to talk. Yeah. In front of the spotlight. That was so... Dude, the Astros PR guy, and I tweeted this out yesterday, he needs to be fired. Because if this is what their approach is going to be for this season, it's not It's not going to end well for them at all. Like, yeah. fans already hate him enough. And for Bregman to, like... It's like he was on trial, like, repeating everything. Like, what do you say? He was like, um, the Commissioner made his report. The commissioner made his report. Like, shut up, bro. I hate him. I can't yeah. stand up. He's out, a piece bro. of shit.
3: Dude, people like him, like everybody's tweeting at Verlander for to, to hear his two cents because he likes to police the league and then now all of a yeah, sudden he, and, he hasn't tweeted. He hasn't tweeted since like their last game and yeah. it's just funny that we aren't hearing these guys who are loud like you said and they're just not saying shit. Like it's just crazy and so I think did we finish the point about the front of the box thing? Yeah.
2: But I mean yeah, there wasn't much. It was just peace.
3: Regardless, there's that and then would you want to say something Kev?
2: Yeah, but like really quickly like I think about it like this, like you were saying, like the the morals, like it worked in two thousand seventeen, but That's then, about. but then Cora, Cora goes to the Red Sox, and it's like he's in on it, so like we have to kind of change what we're doing now. So like, let's get some fucking wires in this bitch, like yeah, we, we found we we found a way to upgrade our speed and Cora's gone, so like now we are going to get thing in she did yeah. in Boston too, like yeah, no, he did, but it's just like if Cora knows that you're about to cheat, like you got you to gotta kind of revamp it. And they well, did, that's and that's the what thing. the wires... That was come, the thing. They're not
3: going to stop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, they the report, what I was trying to make before, this is what I was trying to say. The report said that in 2017, they did the banging stuff, and then that stopped. And that's what the report said. It didn't say they stopped cheating. It said they stopped yeah. banging, which, yeah. naturally, it's so funny. I think we've talked about this before, that it's such a, like, it's such a, like technologically sound che- way of cheating they have. They have the cameras, they have the whole media room, everything like that. And then the way they deliver the message is by banging a trash can. It just seems like so retarded and so barbaric. And yeah. then I feel like, and you had to believe like somebody in the commissioner, like in the, the CEOs or the AJ Hinch and all that were like, yeah, this will work. This is fine. We won't get caught. Yeah. <laughs> so what they end up doing is like, like you said, they're not going to develop a moral conscience when the banging works. They'll just figure out a better way to cheat. And everybody always says how the Astros have this great technology. Like, they always say, uh, well, on the broadcast during the games, like, oh, the, the amazing technology. Like, in hindsight, looking back, that's kind of disgusting to
0: hear. Like It's so irritating because, like, and it's, I'm glad it's all out there now. But, it's like, with the Astros, like, they always acted so cocky, you know. Like, they always thought they were better than everybody else. They were always on the things before other teams were, and it's like, now that this is all out, to see them lose all this credibility, even though the 2017 st- title wasn't even, like, stripped, but, like, in our head, it was, you know what I'm saying? And that's what's cool about it, where it's, like, I was nervous the report first came out that, like, they were going to be, you know, handed a little punishment and people are going to forget about it. People aren't forgetting about this. Like, this is, this has been on, like, national news. Like, every, this, yeah. this scandal has been, like, equated to the Black Sox, you know, and that's, like, on a whole worse. level of, yeah, oh, I think so as well. No, for sure. And if this buzzer shits out, this is a big, this is one of the biggest scandals in, like, sports history. That's yeah,
3: I put up yeah. a poll asking for that. I was like, do you guys want to get into that? Like, I think I don't. I think I talked to Kevin. He thinks it's not. I think this is the worst scandal in sports history because of the way that it impacts the game. Like, for example, like the Pete Rose thing. He bet on himself. Like, that doesn't impact other teams. It doesn't impact other players. It impacts his wallet. That's it. With the Black Sox, I'm not really too like educated on that. But regardless, they threw, I think they threw the
1: World Series.
3: Okay, so
0: that that's kind of a bad situation
1: that too. Would, no.
0: All right. So the Black Sox but they with I'm not too educated on it myself. I just know it was shitty. Yeah, they
1: threw the 1919 World Series. Like bunch. some of them did. Like, I think it was like seven or eight of them like threw it. Um and then they also bet against themselves yeah. and like, you know, got caught up in the mob and shit like that. But like so that was definitely like worse. Like if that happened today, that would be absolutely absurd. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that this is worse for like for the game going forward, and I think it's more like kind of almost revolutionary to what it is because if the MLB doesn't handle it right, teams are going to start doing it. If the punishment yeah. doesn't you know fit the crime, and I think the biggest thing that the MLB has to do now, if the buzzer thing happens, is they have to start uh, making the players accountable because if they're banging a trash can and you you're a and you're in the box and you know what you know what two hits means, like that's it's a little more uh, avoidable like to take. I guess, responsibility for that. And that's why none of the players got in trouble. But if you're getting rigged up with a buzzer, you're actively involved in the cheating as a player. And in that case, I think that, uh, you know, you're going to have to start seeing players get suspended. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm
3: actually check. really pissed. I'm really pissed that they don't even go after the players. I know it's hard. So let's actually just get into that. Do, let's go around the table. Do we think that the players should have been punished? And this is in the first place, too, because they might – I think they might reopen the case because of the buzzer stuff. But and I hope yeah. they do, and if they don't, I don't even know what to say because this like you said, I, like they're not gonna. The game. I really hope they do for the MLB's sake because this impacts the game so much. Like, going forward, if like I, I've said this many times, like, if this is the only punishment, I want the Yankees to be cheating. <laughs> like, as bad as that sounds, like, if that's all we're gonna get, fuck it, why not? If everybody else is doing it, that's why I want them to reopen it. Kev, you're literally dying, right? <laughs>
0: Literally so bad. Um, now, yeah, I don't know. It's the players thing. is tough because I feel like you gotta. Or are we talking like suspending like individual players that we know were involved? Because that's my thing. Now I think we just don't know who yeah. exactly was involved. We know Beltron was. I just look at him. I mean, I you figure Bregman was, Correa, Altuve. Um, but I mean, it's tough to suspend individual players when there could have been other players that we don't know about um, right. that participated in it just as much. Um, and you can't really do a blanket suspension over everybody because you don't know maybe there are players that weren't willing to do it or didn't you know they didn't comply willingly. So yeah. I, I, it's tough. I can understand why that would be tough for Manfred to decide. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. it's a tough. One. I
3: just think that if this buzzer shit happens, there needs to be a new case. They need to reopen it. And like you look at some of these stats. So I know we've all looked at them, but like even guys like Brian McCann, who is batting like 330 on the at home, and he's batting point zero six seven on the on the road. Like, I mean, how much more blatant does it have to be? Like, great. yeah. And that's why Beltron's a big player in this because the guys that are most involved are the ones that need the extra help, you know, like the guys who are older, end of their careers. So they need mm-hmm. a little boost. Like, guys, and that's the thing that bothers me the, the most is that guys like Altuve and Bregman don't need this. They're already so good at baseball. Like, they don't need somebody to tell them what pitch is coming because they're already fucking nasty.
2: Or maybe Get they're not or maybe they're not maybe they've been doing this their entire career what gets me so I, I mad, think they are and, no, go ahead, sorry, man. oh my bad um but what gets me so mad is that like i just remember sitting on the couch watching fucking Bregman and Altuve's at bats and like they they were on every fucking pitch there was never a bad at bat from any of them they're sitting on everything they're pulling everything and like if i think about that now now we're in a fucking wire like literally fuck them that gets me so mad Just think about like Remember when we were at School Street watching the game and Bregman gets up and we're literally shitting our pants? Because, like, yeah. he, it's never, he never does anything wrong. He just he, – he's on everything. Even his foul balls, he's on it. Now it's now we know why. <laughs> yeah. It hits me so bad. I fucking hate that. And remember before the series we said how important – like, we said in the regular season it's so important to get uh, home field advantage against the Astros. We had no clue how important it really was because if you think about that, like – Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, that's, that's game. four games. We win four then. With the players getting suspended and all that, another big, tough thing too is that you suspend players, then you have to deal with the MLB Players Association, and that can be really tough. And that's the issue with Beltron as well, like why he wasn't suspended, at least from what I read, is that he would have the MLBPA to back him up since he was a player at the time. And very rarely um, this MLB win cases against the MLBPA, um, unless it's like steroid-based. Like, you know, with A-Rod, he didn't stand a chance because it was so clear-cut. Even back in the day... Um when steroids were a little bit more prominent. Um, one of the big tough challenges was the MLBPA. So I think that may have been a you know consideration as well for Manfred. Um, or they're just trying to cover it up. I I have no idea. I think there's a, definitely no matter what, whether it's buzzers or whatever, there's a lot more evidence than we know about. You know, the MLB does know about, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was just another another piece of
3: this, like we'll go, we'll basically run through what happened. So he, he does the hits the home run, he's up in the box. He comes around the bases and says, La Camisa, don't take my shirt off because he's shy. (laughs) Apparently, he's too shy. And it's actually so funny because he he says he's shy. And then after that, Twitter did its thing where it went on his Instagram and pulled up pictures of him with his shirt off in every picture. And it's like, oh, you're too shy. (laughs) And he's just shirtless in every picture. But what's the the coolest part to me and the most savage part about this is Ken Rosenthal in the post-game interview. Because the thing that I realized is Ken Rosenthal had been writing this report, the one by The Athletic that broke the news that they were cheating. So at this time when he hits the home run, he knew what was happening. He knew all the cheating. He had been collecting evidence. So Ken Rosenthal, when he hits him with the question like, you asked your teammates not to take your shirt off, why? And then Altuve says, what? He fully heard him. He just wanted more time to think of a response. And then he said, you asked your teammates not to rip your shirt off. Why is that? And then he goes, oh, no, I'm just shy. Like, I get, last time they did that, I got in trouble with my wife. Like, bull fucking shit, you got in trouble with your wife? You're yeah. all over Instagram shirtless. Like, like I don't did know. Did you
0: see the, um, did you see, I guess, like, some guy who's, like, an expert at, like, people telling lies? He basically <laughs> looked at Altuve's interview and he says he qualifies completely as a liar. Because he the three things that they look for uh, when asked a tough question is, one, they laugh it off, um, which he did. Two, they say what? Uh, when they're chances, like when they're lying, chances yeah. they're gonna say what, even though they heard you. He said what, and then they, they like, they laugh it off and give some, like they give multiple answers, which is what he did. He said he was shy, yeah. Um, and then he brought that wife didn't want him to take his jersey. Like that's, that's so dumb. Like I had a goal, like a walk off home run, ALCS game six to send my team to the World Series. Like I'm sorry, I'm not thinking about what my wife wants me or not to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, really. Get what? the hell out of here. What, what is she gonna get, get mad at, at you? you? especially oh my god, yeah. oh my god. it's so loud you're going
2: to the world series but you took your fucking shirt off how dare you right yeah i'm sure that's what my she's worried about no. especially fat like
3: fat the guy has a nice body too if you're like a fat dude like yeah. all right idiot. all right buddy.
2: all right slow <laughs> down over there relax right, i'm not gay but
3: i'm just saying, i'm just saying
0: <laughs> I, no no i was i was thinking that too i'm thinking like oh because up until like twitter did this thing like you said i didn't know what altuve looked like shirtless i was like oh maybe he's a little bit I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I spread it. I mean, like, this dude's not shy. Get the fuck out of here, you, you got know? guys like Pete
3: Alonzo, who have the dad bod like crazy, and he's ripping his
0: shirt off and yeah. just fucking
3: doing I interviews like and stuff. He, he owns taking his shirt. Like, he owns it, bro. Like, yeah. I was, it's so ridiculous. It's, so, that, that's
0: cool to me.
3: I didn't know that shit about the professional uh, liar finder. That's, that's kind of cool, too. But I, everybody knows he was lying. But, like, those three yep. things, he's for sure, like, lying. I don't know. But... With that being said, then you go into what other things happened that everyone was freaking out. Oh, then they went into like the shit they found, like the wrinkle in their jersey. I don't I don't buy into that. Um, you
0: could find that yeah. in Babe Ruth.
3: Yeah, yeah they, somebody posted the babe Ruth pictures. Like, oh my god, is anybody safe? <laughs> it was just Babe Ruth with a wrinkle in his jersey.
1: That, I, I that don't, was just stretch for sure. Never. Yeah.
3: Oh, and then they had the confetti thing. That wasn't yeah, that was just confetti, but I I could just find it weird. Like, yeah, I know it was confetti. But I just find it weird that Reddick is a dirty fuck and just didn't wash it off or something. <laughs> like, it's just sitting there for hours on end. Like, even when they went back to the dugout. I, was I would know there. that. I would just it all. Yeah, I feel like it's just annoying. Like, why would you not take it off? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think the
1: biggest, the other big piece of evidence that we haven't even talked about yet is the fact that... What's up, man? The fact that he... Uh, <laughs> when he... Sorry, I got distracted. But when he... After he... Before the interview, he ran into the clubhouse. Oh, that, to change yeah. his shirt. That was just—I think that was the most blatant piece of evidence. Yeah. Like, yeah, That's like don't take my shirt off, don't take my shirt off, whatever. But nobody runs into the dugout or the clubhouse before, while they're celebrating a walk-off to go to the World Series. That just doesn't happen. And yeah. I don't know. I, no, I think that was, was the most blatant piece of
3: heaven. the whole team celebrating, and he ran in the dugout real quick, acting like the cameras aren't on him. They're all on him. <laughs> Runs in there, and then he comes right back out for the Ken Rosenthal interview. See my fucking eye?
2: I need an <laughs> eye patch. <laughs> what happened? You sick or something? I just, I know. Oh, I'm allergic
0: to the fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. um, no, yeah. Altuve is like... Everything about Altuve is like this... Like, you know, running into the dugout. The whole, like, my wife doesn't want me to take my shirt off. It's so, like... It's like... He's a horrible liar, you know? Like, yeah, he's not it's, a like, good liar. I feel like most people are better aligned than that. Like I could have covered up much better than the way like he's trying to do. So it was so bad and so blatant. At least something's going on, whether it's buzzers or I don't even know whatever like possibilities there are. But like, there's no way. Like I was saying before, there's no way the Astros cheated so blatantly in 2017, gained morals all of a sudden, and stopped cheating in 2018 and 2019. Yeah, it doesn't I
3: mean, make sense. If the trash can bang is working, let's let's figure a way to make this even better. Like they have such good technology, and that's why everyone's like. Like, I watch, like, MLB Network and all of that, and they're all thinking, like, oh, like, buzzers, that could never happen. Like, why the fuck not? I can fucking buy a buzzer at Walmart, like, Bluetooth thing, and I'll just go fucking put it on. It's the easiest thing in the world. If they have all yeah. the cameras shit set up, why is the buzzer the most unrealistic thing Back. apart of that? That's just yeah, ridiculous yeah. to me. It's so easy. All it is. And, oh, another, another thing. What do we think about the, uh, the Beltron's niece thing?
0: Well, yeah, we know it's not Beltran's niece anymore, right? It's, yeah. it wasn't like yeah. it wouldn't be like incarcerated Bob's burner or something. But I that's mean, what people think it is.
1: Incarceration, yeah.
0: incarcerated Bob. Maybe. Oh, I take oh, car- to I, car-
1: I Encarnacion. I I may have. have. Oh. Did I say
0: Encarnacion? I'm behind. I keep. I don't
1: know.
0: Yeah, I got that. That'd be
2: sick if it was Encarnacion's burner. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I make me so happy.
3: Because for those of you who don't know, Incarcerated Bob is a guy who literally predicts everything that happens. He's wrong a lot of the time, but he he gets it right, and then he'll like
0: like act like he's the man after he gets it right. Huh? He's had some whether or not he predicted it actually has sources. Who knows? But he's hit some things before, you know. So I'm not sure if he's guessing about this. If it is him that puts the story out, but like he has had some hits before when it comes to, like breaking news. So you know, he may be on something.
3: Yeah. And the thing, too, is that with like John Boy has said this, too, when he was talking about it is like when you have a burner account, which it could be a burner of another player or something like that. But when you break news like that, I feel like because right after the news came out, they shut the account down. So when you break news like that and you're like a regular person, not a burner, you want to like stay around. You want to get the notoriety. You want to like get the clout for breaking news like this and they just shut it down right away, which makes me think it's literally just a burner of some player or incarcerated Bob. And then incarcerated Bob went private recently after that. I saw somebody tweeted that. He's locking his account. So it definitely could be him or just some other player who was ticked
0: off that wants to get that out there. So I just think... And also, too, I mean, it's not like it's just this, you know, incarcerated Bob burner, Paul Trump, and he's It's not just them that are putting this information out there. Like John Boy, right after, he quote tweeted it saying, five people or five different parties have told me this. Bauer said the same thing. Like it's a buzz among the lead. Like and I'm pretty sure Michael Kay said like maybe he's heard, heard something about it as well. But it's not just this burner account that said it. Multiple sources, like pretty reliable sources, have said they've heard this as well. So I mean, take that for what yeah. you will too. So. I mean, I just all this evidence is so damning. It's
3: so obvious that I just really hope that the MLB opens this case back up because it actually blows my mind that you can get away with something like this and then get no, none of the players. I honestly I don't care like if you think about I've seen on Twitter all the Astros fans, they're all happy. Like they got their World Series. They don't care about like you would care a little bit about the coach and the GM, but like I mean they're all happy they got the World Series. Granted, I think it's very tainted still and some people are still hanging on to that and be like, Yeah, I don't really care. We
0: got it. Like I have a little bit different of a point of view. I honestly think yeah, they, they kept the World Series, they're definitely happy about that. I Astros fans I think they're devastated, to be honest. Like, inside. Maybe they try to act like tough guys on yeah. Twitter. And then the Astros fan that tries to, like, argue with other MLB fans about this, like, shut the fuck up. Like you're, in the, like, you're in the wrong here. Just own it. But, like, I think Astros fans, like, you can tell, like, I'm not sure if there's, like, a sense of panic. But, like, like I said before, even though the title wasn't taken away, like, the Astros credibility has taken such a huge hit. And that goes along with Astros fans as well. So, I think Astros fans are actually kind of, like, I don't think they're happy. They're maybe trying to, like, admit that they are happy, you know, like, yeah. the happiness. But, like, they're... I i don't know i think how can you be happy you know what i'm saying like you're like if the yankees say won the world series in 2017 or say like something came out that the 2009 yankees were cheating something like that i would be like i would be embarrassed like i wouldn't even want to like leave my house and go to my other mlb fan like friend's house because they would destroy me you know and rightfully so so like i don't know i think i think they're kind of upset yeah because all over twitter like any
3: piece of evidence that came out that we were just discussing they'll try and nitpick it and try and put it in a way that doesn't look so damning, but, like, it's all... Like, people, even on my tweet that I tweeted, like, about the the front-of-the-box thing, I had so many Astros fans comment on that, like, go fuck yourself, like, this is so stupid, he's, like, he's always in the the front-of-the-box, like, bull-fucking-shit, he's always in front-of-the-box, like, nobody's in front-of-the-box on Chapman, I'm not just saying that as a biased Yankee fan, somebody who throws 100 miles per hour, you're gonna want that extra time to react to the baseball, that's just how it goes.
2: Yeah, no, they're just so defensive. Yeah.
3: So speaking of this, on the same topic, so obviously Hinch, Cora, and uh Luna all got canned, and then Beltron gets the can. Do you guys think the Mets needed to to take take down Beltron? I just Mer- think
1: it was, I think it was probably smart for them to do that. I mean, it's typical not to not to trash the Mets, not to be the dead horse, but like. It's kind of just, you got to laugh at the Mets for having, they finally get this manager that they're excited <laughs> about. It's Beltron, it's a lovable guy, and he's gone before spring training why starts. We, why don't we get Murn? Like, <laughs> yeah, Murn, you got anything?
3: Burns a Mets the
1: He's lying on the floor, pissed <laughs> off. But like, I don't know, it, I feel bad, but like, it's a smart move. They want to separate themselves from that. They can hire somebody else before spring training starts, and it's as if they never had Beltran. Because the worst thing that could happen for them is that they keep Beltran on, and then you know the MLB comes out with a punishment against Beltran at that point, and then they're really in the then then really screwed. If it's midseason, and they're looking for a manager. So yeah. I, I think it was smart for them to do
3: that. Um, but for them, it you know it sucks. It's typical Mets, like yeah, of course. There's, it was, so. there's that there's that meme or that gif that always this family guy thing where it's like, and here's the first pitch, and the season's over, and somehow, some way, they figured out a way to top that. Like before before spring, a month before spring training. They can their coach. Like, it's just the funniest thing in the world. And I personally think they did, like you said, need to need to fire him just because of the simple <laughs> fact like, let's say like Pete Alonzo is doing really well down the line, or like they're making they're not gonna make the puff, but they're doing well. And then all of a sudden you have to fire a coach midseason. It just looks bad and it's a big distraction for everybody. And then you'll have guys like Pete Alonzo answering questions about. Beltron's shit, that he, they're completely unrelated, like, and that's just a distraction for everybody. So I think they definitely should have separated themselves from Beltron, like you said. You know,
0: I, I agree. One, I actually have the Mets making the playoffs in 2020, believe it or not. But, um, I, mean, I think it's yeah. a no-brainer, for sure. I mean, Carlos Beltron literally was the only player named in the report. Um, I, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, I mean, you, you had to. There was really no choice. It sucks for the Mets. They didn't really do anything wrong. Um, they hired him contrary to a lot of people's belief. They hired him before this news broke. So, I mean, they really especially now, didn't have much of an idea about this. Um, so, the Mets didn't really do anything wrong, kind of just put in a shitty situation. So, they had nothing. I think there was no other choice, really. They had a fire belt truck. Yeah. I mean,
3: we don't even know. Like, like who, who are the next people that could possibly be in line for these coaching positions?
1: Uh, they said Collins.
3: Terry Collins.
1: Uh, Terry Collins again. Yeah, they had – you know what? There was a graphic – I lost it, but it had, uh, I I retweeted it, and then I unretweeted it for some reason, because whatever, but it was just a graphic with uh, all the lists of potential coaches for uh, for the uh, Red Sox, the Astros, and the Mets now, and like who they're interviewing kind of thing, or who they should, and Terry Collins was up there for the Mets, there's another name I didn't recognize, and then the Astros and the Red Sox both are apparently looking at Dusty Baker, like, I don't know. They have not he's a lot of options out there that.
2: now. Yeah. So what I'm thinking about Jason Veritek too. Yeah, I heard that, was yeah. on
1: the Veritek was on the Red Sox. Yeah. There was another former player. Oh, Raul Ibanez
0: was on the uh, Raul. Astros.
1: Raul.
0: <laughs> he's yeah, a good was, manager. I, I think Raul would be a good manager. I think uh, yeah, he would. He just looks him. like a manager. Like everything about Raul just like screams manager off your leg. I hope does. he doesn't
2: go there because then I have to hate him
3: and he's my yeah. boy. Yeah. That World yeah. in 2012. That was it. 2012. That World Series. We had two, or not a World Series. ALCS. We had the ALCS. Two. yeah. A DM that we got was like, "Do you think? How many teams do you think are gonna start like actually going <laughs> at the Astros every time they're in town? Or do you I think know you, we will? Do you think that's? Well, I'm happen? always. I'm I don't curious know. Of,
1: I, I hope Garrett Cole pitches the first game we play the Astros. I do, I'm just curious to see how that would go. He I don't think do he. That. No, he wouldn't throw it. But me and Kevin, I think we're talking about it last night. If I'm Chapman, I'm aiming for a two-base head. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I don't
2: know.
1: I think, he, I think Tanaka might could throw because I think he pitched um, game six. And, like, you know, I, I think a couple guys might throw, but for the most part, I don't, I don't think they're
3: going to throw. I mean, they're just, like, so hated. Like, every time they're going to go. And for the, I saw another tweet that was, like, the, for the first time in Yankees history, we are not the number one hated team in all of baseball. Like, the Astros are yeah, finally taking that on top of us. And that's kinda cool. But I mean Nah, I like being the hated ones, but I mean
2: for good. We're hated hated for good good reason. Yeah, we're
3: hated for a different reason. So when I I personally think whenever they come to anybody else's town, like they're gonna get bombarded with these questions, they're gonna get just stoned. Like everybody like that interview that Bregman had the other day, that's gonna happen all throughout the year. And if they keep deflecting it, it's not gonna get any better. Like they're gonna keep coming down harder on them and I think that, like, no matter how good these players are, that takes a toll on you. Like, you're going to... I feel like, oh, yeah. I, honestly, a lot of people think they might not make the playoffs. Obviously, they're a, good, they're a very good team. But I just think it's going to be really oh, cool. Like, yeah. But, like, let's say we, you see the splits and you see that, like, graphic that was, like, strikeout-to-walk ratio, and they were on an island alone, and the rest of the league was, like, up here, and they were just so much better at not swinging at balls and all that shit. I just yeah. want to... I just hope to God... That this season they just go back down to earth and maybe go to like the back percentile, like the word, like they get way worse in all those stats. So they, it just like exposes them that I want the, that I want would the be stats. really interesting if they I were, want like the stats, yeah to be night and day, like prove that that actually yeah. they were cheating so much. And if the stats after this season show that, then it's just like okay, come on. <laughs> yeah, if they start chasing pitches
2: and they're not sitting on those two old fucking sliders, like. It'll be a different team. They're definitely still one of the best teams will MLB, but the whole dynamic the stats, will change. I think the stats are going to show
3: that. Like, it's going to be kind of crazy. And everybody, Twitter, is, everybody's a detective, like a detective now. So people are going to start diving into these stats. Like, it's going to be exposed if it happens. And if it's a little bit of a difference, people are going to realize and point that out. Like, and all of this shit, imagine you're those players. Like, that's a lot of pressure. Like, I just feel
0: like that alone is going to make them worse. You know, the fans, I think, like, that's going to be the main thing. I mean, like, the fan reception, I'm pumped for that. Cause, I mean, like, every opposing team they go to play, they're going to get booed out of, the, yeah. out of the ballpark. I mean, like, yeah. player-wise, like, do I think they're going to hit anybody? Once again, that's tough going back to the fact that you don't know exa- like, who are you exactly who you're exactly going to hit, you know? You don't know who's the main perpetrator. I, you figure it's, you know, Altuve. You figure it's Bregman. I would not be surprised if Bregman gets the most brushback pitches, though. I yeah. think Bregman, if there's a player who gets it the most, I think it'll be Bregman. He's cocky as hell. And just with what we see, the way he's handled it already, I can see if there is going to be a player that's going to get hit the most. I think it'd be Gregman for sure. All right, so let's do
2: think, that. let's guess. I think, we, gonna gonna I think <laughs> we should put a. I think we should put a pawn, a pawn out there. I think that we, the first time we play the Astros, I think we start J. A. Happ, and <laughs> oh I think. Yo, I was I just going to say
1: that. I said, let's call up Joe Schmo from Double A and have a throw. Yeah, out. Just <laughs> whoever throws
2: mad hard, have him throw it out too. Like day, Johnny was he gets thrown there. out of the game. Johnny was Yeah. On. yeah. Then Johnny he can start the game, the- and then we bring Gary Cole in. Like that'd be sick. There you <laughs> know. So if we yeah.
3: Bring in Johnny Lasagna, like If we if we bring him in, he's wild already. So it kind of doesn't look like he aimed at it. almost. Him. Oh. Yeah. Besides the fact that Jonathan Loizeau is starting the game for some apparent reason. That too. Then it I looks. No,
1: I, I was thinking about it, well. <laughs> I was about it. Realistically, it's a different ball game now. Nobody really gets thrown at it like they used to.
0: If this was the '80s, that's not true. If oh, if you know, you're so right. If this was the pitches. '80s, they would but be nowadays. Easy so bad, they would get drilled. They'd get killed. I mean, yeah. it
1: still happens. Like it, there's no, no. I don't think anyone is. Gonna, I don't think anybody's going to intentionally throw at the Astros. I, I really don't. It'd be oh sick God. if they did. Either you wait until well,
2: Alex Wood plays them. Alex
0: Wood is pissed. <laughs> he, was, like, throwing, he was he's throwing fireballs. He was, in, he was I, in I love seeing all the players just freak out on Twitter. Like that's what's the best. Just they were the doing this. Like, universally. Like they can go fuck themselves. No, I love that. Like, that's sick.
3: I know. Especially, and, that and one. especially Oh, we, we didn't talk about this too. This is one of the last things we'll talk about. But when Aaron Judge took down that that uh, Instagram post, yeah, I fucking was loved
0: it. I love that he's. I, like, I mean, like out of everybody, he should like he would be pissed the most because I mean. You're talking his rookie season. He could have won an MVP. Could have possibly won the World Series. In terms of like payment alone, arbitration-wise, yeah. he got screwed. You know, not just the fact yeah. that he had the MVP trophy, World Series ring, but I mean, Aaron Judge deleting that post. I love that because he should. I mean, like, like props to Judge for handling even this class. If it's just deleting Instagram posts, because if it were me yo, I would be like, I know you can't do this. So I'll be like posting shit. Like, I don't know. I'd be like posting Bower, more. If it you about go Bauer. I go yeah. so Bauer. Oh, like Did you see Clevenger? I-, I love what Clevenger said. He was like, uh, I think he said something like they-, like, they shouldn't even look us in the eye next year if they do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he said something yeah. like that. They shouldn't even look us in the eye. I my that. arch nemesis is back.
2: <laughs> the podcat.
0: <laughs> the podcat. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, oh, no, one thing that makes me feel good about this whole thing, though, because like, when the whole investigation started and they were like, oh, Yankees fans, don't speak now. They're going to look into you, too. I could not have been more confident. I watched that game. I watched Encarnacion fucking swing at everything. Yeah. I watched on <laughs> I watched him look like he had on fucking ice skates in the box. I if knew we, had, we were fucking cheating. If we had I'm buzzers, Stan would have hit 50 home runs. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't have been more confident in anything that we weren't cheating.
3: Well, that's like, too. It's funny that you say that. Like, I remember Carabas tweeted, and he was like, yeah. could, you, could you imagine if Barry Bonds had buzzers? That guy would hit like 100 home runs a year. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You just see guys like Gary, like absolutely whiffing at everything. Like, there's no way we were cheating. There's no shot. They looked like shit. They did a fucking home run derby. derby. It's so crazy. It's crazy to me. So, uh, I think that's about it. But we'll wrap it up. One thing: everybody go around the around the room and give your bold prediction for the year. This doesn't have to be Astros related, but it could be. You could give a little bit of that. So, bold predictions for the year could be Yankees, could be single players. Let's start with our guest
0: Dan. you have got a little time to think about this for a while. <laughs> Word. Now I've got it. Okay, so going back to the juice balls. Assuming that we have the same juice balls that we had in 2019 and 2020, Aaron Judge he is going to break Roger Maris's legit single season home run record. He's gonna hit more than sixty one home runs in twenty twenty. Wow. If we have juice balls. Yeesh, That's think a about big... it. That may sound that may sound ridiculous. It may sound ridiculous. But think the same. think about it. That's not out of the realm. Of I, don't right. Right. I don't think
2: it's I don't right. think it's that crazy.
0: I mean, he yeah. came back.
3: He came back. the think this
1: big, year. their biggest hit to that would be that he has to stay healthy for 162 yeah, games. Yeah. Yeah, that's the so biggest that's, hit. There's like gonna
2: 162 hat. games. I can see it. Maybe. I mean, Stanley I mean, just hit 60, and Aaron Judge hit like 52. Like, yeah. he's not hurt, and he doesn't strike out as many times as he did that season. Like, yeah, it's very doable. Well, not very doable, but it's doable. No, I mean, um, that, that's a bold prediction. That's a bold yeah. yeah, totally well,
3: that, well, that's, that, that's a I prediction.
2: that's a like, that was All right. No, that was good. I like that one, Kevin. What do you got? My bold prediction is that, um, well, Clint Frazier is going to finally come to, and he will be our starting outfielder by the end of the year. Even though he hates the ball and he like loves walls, He's scared but him. like, <laughs> I, I think I think he could come to if he saw the really, Yankees. I think
3: that's really bold. That's if like, Mike uh, Talkman died. I'd be for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mike Talkman got Mike Talkman. about
3: Mike.
0: straight
1: always. He's straight straight on, a credible guy.
0: But, yeah, I think that
2: Mike Talkman is Luke Voigt. I think they're one of the same uh, uh, and relax. played out of their minds when they got up. And then I think Mike Talkman's going to come back down to earth well, this year. But Voight was like thirty,
1: like thirty-three. Talkman's younger. He's got he's got his career. He has like more potential. Voight was surprising because he was already up on the Cardinals and he wasn't anything good. Yeah, and I know. then we took him. He was. Sick. Talkman came up. I know. All right, Murph, what do you think, got for your ball prediction? Uh, yeah, my la- last time we did this uh, with Keith on, on our last episode, I was kind of caught off the guard, and I said maybe you would hit thirty-five home runs. I'm going to stay with that one. I just don't know if it's bold enough. So I'm going to go – that's going to be my Yankees one. I'm going to stick with Miggie Hits 35. Um, and then I think just in general, I think the Astros missed the playoffs this year.
3: Damn,
1: that um, was mine. That was mine. Oh, that sucks. I'll Sorry. But um, I just think the AL West is a really tough division, and it's going to be a tight wild card. Um, because now the the Twins are good now and the Indians are still good. So they, one of them is going to be a wild card team. And then also the A's are always there. They're always stepping up. And then the Angels have been making some moves recently. And the they White still Sox have the best player in the league. The, the White, White Sox, Sox are also making moves. That, they're in the central. But it's going to be That's tough the to wild find himself. that wild card spot. Yeah. And if they don't win the division, um, if the A's play the same way they've been playing, uh, I don't think they're going to get the division. Um, so I could definitely see a situation where they like just missed the playoffs
3: um, You know, on those last couple weekends or something like that. Yeah. So... That you actually literally just fucking stole mine right about from under me, but I but uh, yeah, so I also think that I'm gonna miss the playoffs for every reason that you just said. So if I have to switch up my bold prediction here, I'm gonna probably go with uh, I'll say Glaber makes it makes a shot at uh MVP. That's not bold, yeah. No, I
0: think uh, yeah, that's, all right, a right. that's a We in- in- so right, so need to so improve something. Him- honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would, I would Everybody kind of said he's a
2: great fielder. No, he he's, he's for almost like borderline, not a great he's fielder.
1: Sm- he's a smooth fielder, but that's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he's, people he's, mix, it. Mix, mix those
0: up. Yeah. He's kind of top I of the So irritating about him, he makes the routine plays. Oh no, no. He makes like the dazzling plays, the routine plays. I feel like he just yeah, he just he just fucks up. So he's good on base a little bit more too. But besides that, you know, he's twenty. What three? So I mean, I'm not getting on. Yeah, I
1: think he yeah. just turned
2: 23. <laughs> yeah, he did. yeah.
3: He had a, he had a bunch of. I think he was closer to the top of the league in errors, honestly. But he is young. I've I've talked about the whole Devers situation where he was the worst fielder I've ever seen in my life, and then he turned to a guy who can make make the plays last season because he didn't get it hurt,
2: and that kind of ties into the Miggy situation too. So that's one thing I wanted to get into that you said. Like, who do we think is going to play first? Because first, 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 I I want to oh, see. I want to see Miggy at first. If you uh, think about it. really, Miggy's problem is that he fucking throws the ball into Africa. So take that, <laughs> take that aspect out of, out of his game. Put him at first. He can catch the ball. And he can make the plays at the hot corner. So, like, I think that's it's doable. But then what do you, you do with first yeah, but you What do you do with I, first, I think Boyd was should was ride awesome. some pine. <laughs> nah, Honestly. Boyd.
0: That's not a player <laughs> that's underrated by Yankee fans. Boyd has played a total of 157 games with the Yankees from 2018 to 2019. He has 35 home runs and I'm base right around like 380. Voight is very underrated. When he's on the field and healthy. When he's, he's on, better.
2: he's on. When got when to yeah, he's, hitting, he's, hitting,
0: you he's too. great. Who, who carried us <laughs> the first few months of the season? It was DJ LeMahieu, Gary Sanchez, and Luke Voight, offensively, yeah. and Giorgio as true. well. But, Voight, you got to think, when he was healthy, I mean, he was hitting, he was hitting two for us when Judge was out. Voight, I'm excited for him this year. He's another guy I think maybe could, if he stays healthy, he could probably hit maybe. Maybe even eclipse 40, to be honest. That's no, he, if he
1: stays healthy because that's four turnius, that, that can keep nagging, that can come back.
0: Up. Um yeah, if he yeah. stays healthy though, a I, uh, I mean, have with like a hernia or something. That I've never had one myself, but like I can't imagine that's too easy to play. Yeah. I think
3: I think a good I think a cool part about this, and it's gonna it's gonna get the best out of all these players, is that we have like two or three or four, depending on how you wanna shake it out, like position battles that are actually kinda heated. Like you got at first base, you got void, and a lot of people think Ford could do it. Big lefty bat coming into another year. Never know what he's going to do. He he can patrol first. I mean, first base isn't a very hard position to field, which goes into that point too about Miggy. He I, I could see it happening too. Keith on our last episode thought that you could throw Miggy in left. I mean, yeah, I I'm not. I don't know about that. That might be a little bit of the bold prediction aspect, but I mean, then at third base you got Miggy paired with Geo. I think that's. A very big position battle in it itself like no. I think a lot of people are writing that off but i think i mean geo no way you look at, you he look is at.
2: spectacular he doesn't make errors and I he agree.
3: hit 300 last year i agree but we uh, and the the best part about this is it's 162 games so we're gonna have rotations we never have a set lineup right. it, we had a different lineup every day i mean that could be stanton going to dh or stanton playing left or like I don't know, like Clint Frazier could DH some games. Like Clint was actually like we were talking about big pieces last year. When Clint was in the game, his bat carried this team.
0: Yeah, he had a now ton, of sure. kids,
3: a ton of RBIs. So honestly, <clears throat> I think Clint Frazier. That's not really that bold either. I think he has a big part.
0: His bat, at least his field, his glove sucks dick. But <laughs> yeah, back to Miguel and Duhard. The only place. Injuries aside, like Gio Urshela or Luke Boyd, injuries aside, only place I want to see Miguel and Duhar next year is at DH. That's it. I don't you want him to, to play that. third base unless you absolutely have to put him the third. Boyd, like I said before, that's my first baseman. I think if he's healthy, he's one of the more like, productive offensive players in the game. If he gets injured, yeah, put Andy Duhar there. But I'm not too high on Andy Duhar. As, as other people really? are. Um, no, nah, yeah. Because, I mean, he's rookie year. Um, one – Peripheral show sure that he's likely to regress from his rookie year. The power's there. He doesn't get on base at that high of a rate. A lot of people point out his 297 batting average. I just throw that out the window because his on base was about 325, I think. Which yeah. is pretty he doesn't bad. really walk off. Um, right. The errors, he was terrible there. He had like negative 23 defensive runs saved.
2: <laughs> I don't want
0: to <laughs> – I don't see him anywhere. In- 22 run, 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 run,
2: run, run, runs. Run. So. Bro, he just threw the ball literally anywhere. Like <laughs> his arm was like a sprinkler system. Like he it, already, it- anybody who sat – if you sat nine rows
1: up behind first base when Andahar's
2: playing yeah. there, there's like a four three you're getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, think a that another, fast. another thing that uh, that last year pointed out, and you were saying this, like we had a different lineup a lot. But I really think that we had so many different lineups because we we're literally living in fear. Like anytime we yeah. put somebody on the field, they got hurt. So like, all right, we need to give these guys more days off because our true. trainers were terrible. We got a new training staff now. Like apparently they're really good. I've heard nothing but yeah. good things about this. This apparently like the Cresty. the
1: hire of the new training staff. I don't know shit about it. I just heard that they're apparently phenomenal. Yeah, the guy, the I guy, love this guy in action. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Yeah, the strength and conditioning coach, Cressy. He's like one of like the more famous like like trainers. He worked with like uh all, like all these big names like Corey Kluber and stuff like that. So they hired him. He was like a celebrity trainer sort of thing with in terms of baseball. And now we got him. So hopefully. I mean, to, to kind of wrap up here, what we've been saying, if you told me that this offseason, I think this is the best offseason ever in base like Yankees history. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. and that's not even a cap. Like, I think we have – like, if you told me we would get Garrett Cole and in turn we're taking Garrett Cole from the Astros, so we're making them worse, then you told me that – I mean, this cheating thing didn't, wasn't even a thing at that time. So if you, you wouldn't even be able to tell me this. But then if we find out that the Astros cheat, A.J. Hinch is gone. Lunao gone. That hurts the team. And then the Red Sox. (laughs) The Red Sox. These are all of our rivals. The Red Sox lose. They have the whole trade talks and Mookie Betts. Like, things aren't well in in Fenway right now. Then you get Chora gone. You don't know who's going to be coaching the team. They're in fucking. (laughs) They look like a dumpster fire. Then another team who we don't even really pay attention to but it's just funny that the Mets also lose their coach because they're wrapped up in something that wasn't even involving them. And that we also go ahead and, I mean, it's just – and then we, we go in and we're going to get another health – hopefully everybody's getting healthy. So, like, every single thing, right, and I'm, I don't know if I was missing something else big that happened, but if you told me that happened, I honestly think this is the best offseason we've ever had.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean if the coaching changes alone for sure, yeah. 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 If you look around and it's like who are the three teams I hate the most? I would say the Astros, the Red Sox and the Mets. And something bad happened to all three of them. Oh. So, like, that's that's <laughs> nice just to start with. And we got Garrett fucking Cole. So like So we got that's better. Cool. And all of our rivals or and the Mets
3: rivals and the Mets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll put them aside. They all got way worse, like detrimentally worse. And like like if you had to if you had to guess now, so who is who is like your most feared team, like who? Obviously, we're the
0: great Rays. Every, the Rays, yeah, right. I agree with that.
2: Who? Yep, the Rays, Rays or the, the Rays,
0: hundred percent. Rays, and I would say honestly, not maybe the Dodgers number one, but across all baseball, the Dodgers to side, honestly, the Rays. The Rays is what they they freak me out the most for sure.
3: Well, in, I'm, I'm scared in of the, the Phillies. Well, no, we're talking in American League at least, just to make it uh, this series.
1: Twins I,
0: got better. I, twi- I was going to say. I the was twins. just
1: going to say the Twins they were care. mine. Yeah, they, they're good. They were,
0: they got the and that's a big deal. Their offense was already great. Pitching wise, what have they done? They yeah, got who, who, who did they she, get? Not like, not Homer Bailey and who else? What are the Homer Bailey? Who, they get? A who was it? Homer <laughs> Bailey is a oh, Yankee got, assassin. <laughs> <laughs> he is.
2: Uh, we, put, we posted that picture. <laughs> we, can <remember> what <laughs> we, it. Can't, we can't he fucking beat Homer <laughs> Bailey. Not show
0: really at him. all. I, I, was it Rich Hill? I don't. know. They got some other bomber. regardless, if you match
3: our pitching staff against theirs, top to bottom, even bullpen included, we killed them in that. Their bats are very good, and I will give them that. Like, that's a scary lineup, top to bottom. They hit the most home runs in MLB history. We were right there with them. And honestly, that's kind of skewed, and they kind of throw that away because we were hurt the whole year. So if we were healthy, we would have hit like 10 times more than they did. But that's a good lineup, top to bottom. And then you add Donaldson in there, it's scary.
0: For sure. No, yeah, I mean, definitely definitely going to be good. And that's like the home run record, even in 2018 when we broke it, I didn't care whatsoever. Like that—that doesn't bother me at all. If they, they took our home run record, and, and it'll probably get broken again this year. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: literally going to get broken every year now. It's just—it just, yeah. uh, it's just yeah. depends yeah. on who's going to do it now. You got
3: guys, like, guys like, Gardner hitting twenty-seven
0: bombs or something. So yeah. <laughs> oh, we Gardner should never hit third ever again. I love Brett Gardner to death. No, I fucking
2: hated it. I hated it. So
0: Remember ALCS game? Uh, what was it game three against Cole? Where LeMahieu had a single, Judge had a single, and then Gordon. Yeah, I was there. I was literally there it was so bad. And Gardner, like, popped up, bro.
2: Oh. I just yeah. wish we could hit, like, I wish our lineup, we could put, like, three DJ LeMahieu's just for, like, what we need him up. Because, like, cause I love his power. he gets it done. A fun conversation. This might be pretty incriminating, and I, like, I don't know if I should say it, but I'm definitely going to say it. But uh, <laughs> one of our friends, uh, he knows George Springer's cousin. He works with him. And he said that he, when the whole thing was happening, he texted George Springer. And he was like, yo, did you guys cheat? And he was like, oh, yeah, 100%. Like, just so. Or he was on FaceTime with him. <laughs> no was way. He FaceTime with him, and he was like, what? No, yeah, we, yeah, we cheated. Like, and he just, like, openly Breaking said it. And, and he also said that. Breaking news. He said that George Springer said that if the Yankees ever offered him, he would want to go there in a heartbeat. Is this What's true? Awesome. He's just, yeah, He's from Connecticut, George
0: Springer. So like the yeah, kid. You saw this on Twitter. You're going to like blow up. <laughs> yeah, but
2: I don't want to be that kid. <laughs> like, no, I'm, actually. No, I I and like,
0: it's like fake say George I totally make it yeah. up. Why did not you tell us this?
2: I, I, forgot, I was going to tweet this it. the second we get off. <laughs> <and> he's like, <laughs> like, I don't want to. I think you be like blowing smoke up my ass. But he was like, yeah, he was on FaceTime with George Springer. And he was just like, oh, yeah, we cheated. I met George Springer. Good dude. Good dude.
1: Yeah, I just got on FaceTime with Alex Corey. He said they cheated.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but George Springer—that's my bold prediction. He's gonna be a Yankee one day. Another he was way. so sick. Other move. Yeah, that but El- we'll get him when he's thirty-two.
1: He's gonna have an Ellsbury contract. Another yeah, move probably.
3: Move that I wanted to talk about before we end it is, and this it kind of is related to what we're talking about because with the uh, the Rays, I didn't like they got rid of Tommy Pham, who was arguably their best player. And yeah, that didn't know. really make sense to me. But so that they get worse by getting rid of him. Even though he can't see, he has that whole vision problem. <laughs> like, he literally is blind. But they get rid of him for, I don't really think it was much. But then a, go- a really good move I think they, they got was getting uh, Jose Martinez. I mean, he is somebody that everybody's known should have moved to the American League to be a DH. Because he's like Clint Frazier, but even worse. He's the worst outfielder anybody's ever seen (laughs) like he's actually horrible but and that's a move that was a long time coming with the cardinals and him getting regular at bats at dh kind of kind of scares me a little bit from the from the rays we're facing them a lot too so
0: i could see him having a lot of hormones against us yeah for sure i mean and they're pitching too i mean they're one two three punches pretty insane they got Morton now in Glasno. And Glasnow went healthy. I mean, he at the beginning of last year, he was one of the best pitchers yeah. in baseball. I'm telling you. And they're both going to be good this year.
3: They had them ranked. Like, when, they, when I saw the offseason rankings for uh, bullpens and everything, they had the, the Rays ranked above us. Really? And that's, to be honest, that's fair, honestly. I would say more so equivalent, uh-huh. but... Yeah, I uh, yeah, uh, It's like 1A, 1B, but, like, they yeah. were, they were if, even though the, they're in the conversation, that's kind of a big big deal there. I mean, they're very under the radar. Get me, get me hater, and it's
0: not a conversation.
3: I think that's done, though. I think that's over. And Probably. I know... You haven't heard much. Yeah, no, I, I don't... When I, I think the trade talks with Hader are done, but I think this is the team we got. That's what we're sticking with. They're not going to make any more moves, and I'm very happy with it. And we kind of just talked about a lot of other teams and how they're all really good, but in reality, that's just us trying to see the the light of what, what other teams are bringing to the table, but in reality, we're so much better. <clears throat> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, I think I think that wraps it up for me. Does anybody else have any closing comments?
1: Let's go Yanks!
3: Yeah, a good yeah. closing,
0: closing comment. Judge <laughs> sixty-two home runs in twenty
3: twenty.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: with it. I'm on I'm trade. Relly,
1: so Relly, throw together a poll of our bold predictions and see who see who agrees or something like that.
2: I'm gonna yeah, get ripped apart. Think. I say Clint Frazier is gonna be a fucking starter, and he can't fucking. Find a baseball. I can't. Cavs hot take: We're man. gonna
1: resign Greg Bird. and He's gonna hit 35 home runs.
0: <laughs> that Fuck. You I, that.
1: Right. In peace, Greg Bird. I I, I love
0: Greg Bird. I love, love Greg Bird. Actually, I want Greg Bird to pair it up. I love Greg Bird. Oh, he was such a fucking loser.
2: He looked like my boy. I was
0: like,
2: I almost bought a <laughs> Greg Bird
0: jersey the first
2: game. I have a Greg
0: Bird jersey in my closet right now, and I'm not telling you that. I love Greg Bird. Can we real quick? I I take my MLB The Show franchise very seriously. I'm in year two. I'm in 2020. Greg Bird is still my starting first base. Put it that way. That's, <laughs> about, that's what I'm fucking was, talking
1: about. I, I would add Tyler Austin, man. I loved him. Tyler
0: Austin. Right. Cool I thought with Tyler Austin. His dad was crazy, though. But. We, 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 just were, had a, we just had a stepbrother's
2: moment. Like We just became best friends over Greg Bird. <laughs> yeah,
0: <why not? laughs>
2: yeah, we, just, we were at the
3: stadium, and Kev hadn't had a jersey since he was a kid. And we went to the, the one right outside, right next to uh, Stans. And Kev goes, Yo, I want to buy a jersey. And I was like, okay, get like Glaber, Judge or something. And I th- I think you already had Judge, didn't you?
2: I had it like in my hand. And I was like, yo, I think I'm going to get Greg Bird. <laughs> I was like. But that's just a mixed now. I, I said to the guy, I was like, no, it said Bird on the back. So it was problematic. And I wasn't.
3: <laughs> that like, oh. oh, J-Hap switches number two. Oh, fuck that. now. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking I, horrible I, now. That's, I, that's I think the number 33
1: is cursed now. After yeah. Swish. It's
2: yeah. I said to the guy, I was like, yo, how many Greg jerseys have you sold? He goes, honestly, this season, I think zero. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, so yeah. like, should I be the first? He was like, dude, I won't let you buy it. Like, don't do <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, like, he, he was, was like, don't buy Greg
2: Bird. Berg- yeah. He was, being, he was being a nice guy because it would have aged poorly. But I was like, I'm going to buy this jersey and he's going to hit two home runs today. And then I didn't buy the jersey and he got set down the next week.
3: Yeah, because that was when he was <laughs> actually, that was when he was on the team still, like in the yeah, mix was like all right.
2: He hit a home run opening day, and I'm never going to let him. I was so hyped. I was like, This is
0: it. This is the year. Bird, yeah. we're finally going to see the We've been waiting for so much. And like, I think he got like two hits in his next 30 at bats. Got injured. Yeah, he Whatever. <laughs> so, Jesus,
2: I will, will
3: say this, though. I will say this, though. That home run in the Indian Series was electric with Craig Bird. And that's like arguably one of
0: the coolest moments of that, that series. The call, at the Yankee Stadium went nuts. It was just yeah, so the call cool. was I'm nuts. That and that really too, like that kind of like because remember we were down 0-2 at the time. That's what really started like the this little run we had in the playoffs. Yeah.
2: He's an unsung hero. His jersey should be retired.
3: He's probably not even
2: retired at his
1: high
3: school. It is retired oh. as as Nick Swisher. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, that's all it. My laptop's about to die, but that was, that was a lot of fun. We're gonna definitely if you're down, have you on whatever else you want.